Welcome everyone to another episode of Chat Grapple and Cheap Pops podcast. I am Chris Dredd. I'm here with my main man, JB. And this is It's a Shoot, brother. It is our news episode. It is our shoot the shit episode. It is cuss people the fuck out episode. It is gas people the fuck up episode. So here we are. Um, how you doing, JB? I am rocking i am ready this is going to be it's always fun but you know here we are again that's right we're both wearing football shirts as well (sighs) funnily enough today jordan's repping his team that have let him down to be honest i made before we even get into it when we were talking on via message the other day and you said brentford are playing arsenal i said what is that two nil to brentford bruv i should have had a few quid on that down labrooks i would have been in the money mate yeah, but yeah. I didn't even that was just an off the off the hip cuss arsenal uh little comment. I didn't even know it would manifest itself. I'm, I'm used to them, to be honest. <laughs> um, and a lot of them don't play out like that. So oh yeah, it's quite surprising to see someone's you Same. know taking the piss prediction come true. So <laughs> yeah, but I mean, it's, you know, it is football. Shout out to Brentford though as well. First game in the premiership, fucking done all right. Um Obviously, shout I'm, out to I'm my team. I'm taking that shout out straight back. Yeah, you're taking it. No, so shout out. in the slightest. Shout, shout, shout out to my team, Tottenham as well. Smashing Man City today. Right in the pupper. Mm. Thank you, everyone, for listening. This is a great show. Yeah. <laughs> but anyway, we're English. We love our football. Whether we win or lose, you know what I mean? It's one of them ones like Tottenham lose a fair bit as well. So you will have your day, Jordan. Don't worry. You'll have your day. Let's hope so, man. (laughs) Because we're not here to talk about football. We're here to talk about And like I said, we're here with, you know, myself, JB, and the hit maker, Soul Shaker. And I'll say it again, the best Chris in all of podcasting. Take that how you will. Bang, bang. Exactly. (laughs) I don't give a fuck. Um, (laughs) So... Today, we you might have seen one of these episodes like this before where we just shoot the shit. We just chat about what's going on. There's so much going on. Yeah. New shows, you know, more returns and more debuts and you can shake a stick at. And, you know, so much of that shit to dive through and get through and have some fun with. But before we do all that, well, we have a thank you. You know, we, we hit 36th in the wrestling apple podcast uk charts for some reason <laughs> these motherfuckers put us 36th in the chart <laughs> I, it, it is it is a surprise to me also um but yes you know what i mean Ooh, big sorry. up yourselves um where did that come from looks like we made it you know i i don't know man like we we just keep doing our shit you know we keep banging the shows out um doing our thing people obviously seem to like us um i don't know how the analytics work on that you know whether it's um you know whether the chart is based on how many cuss words per minute uh are in the it show been last week yeah yeah so we should have been like top three uh, but yeah <laughs> but no we're doing it man it's like i say but we don't do this for accolades do we we don't do this for i think, for... It's, I think it's based on hotness and sexiness for sure it's gotta be of course yeah mm-hmm. Of course it is. Um, and girth. Girth as well. Um, whatever way you want to look at it. So, um, 
Yeah, I mean, girth aside, <laughs> um, um, let's let's get yeah. to it. But yeah, thank you for everyone for listening, watching, commenting, liking, subscribing. Um, Facebook groups doing really well. Twitter and that we have a nice bit of banter. Um, yeah, and like I said, just shout out to everyone, man. Big up yourselves. Yeah, that's right. Um, you know where to find us. You know where to listen to us. You know where to watch us. All the likes, all the subscribes, all the comments, all the all the other shit that comes with it. You know, the following and the DMs and the I hate you, you guys suck and all that stuff. Like, cool. Right. We love it. Right. Let's have it. Right. So, little to no structure to this because why not? <laughs> let's do it. Let's hit. Let's start. And I'm. I know you want to start somewhere, but I'm gonna. I'm gonna sort of force you to start somewhere else. I'm gonna make you start with WWE. Going in dry. Go on then. I'm gob on it. Let's go. You've got a lot to say about another company, but let's let's go easy. Let's start. Let's start slow and let's really crank the heat up around about the time we hit Florida. Um, go for it baby go for it i've got a few things to say about wwe too plenty of things to say about wwe um i'm gonna start with the releases go for it so many to name too many to name one of the most recent and most high profile was bray wyatt and to go with that as well was rick flair um and my problem with every set of releases is how people online and whatever start to lose their shit and it cracks me up it really does because they make too much of a big deal about people that were never like gonna main event wrestlemania we're, we're treading water for so long like case in point and this one is just me it's not the not the you know the the brainchild of chris or and me or whatever this is my my take on it if you lot really wanted to fucking see Matt Cardona and Tony Nese in a WrestleMania main event, you're fucking idiots. <laughs> I'm sorry, but like, I've got nothing against Tony Nese or Cardona. Cardona was treading water as Zack Ryder for how long? But you yeah. a lot of people treat him like he's like he's this big star, and like, you know, and I'll be honest, like you're having you're having those sort of death matches with Nick Gage and all that, like. Whatever, man. You're you're a toy collector. That's cool. Like, Wait, let's leave toy collecting out. Hey, so am I. But yeah. like, I'm, not, I'm not saying that I should be the WrestleMania for them. Let's let's not attack a man for collecting. And they're action figures. They're not toys. They're not toys. They're action and, figures. You know, people speculated and speculated and speculated about Bray and you know and all this stuff. And it's like, just leave it. Leave it be, mate. mate we, cool. I've I've been saying for for so long about wwe the one thing i've been saying consistently is they have too many wrestlers and they don't have enough tv time for all of them it was inevitable that they are having to release people they've, they've got people you know they, they in a, if anything they should fucking probably release like 30 percent of the wrestlers they have they need to release more people i i did have an idea and it could have worked during pandemic times when they were only filming in the thunderdome Maybe they should have had a network-only show with these guys on it, working matches, putting on average, good to average matches. <clears throat> Everyone knows Vince doesn't give a fuck about how the matches go. He just wants to make sure it looks good. <clears throat> and these people look Mate, good. If anything, yeah, I, I, WWE have so many wrestlers on their books 
they could quite easily, under the guise of someone else owning it, open up fucking WCW again and have a completely yeah. other federation and just literally stock it with loads of stars they've already got. They've got three brands already, right? <laughs> Absolutely chopped to the fucking rafters of stars. You know, they've got three, four, you know, three, four, five different championship belts in, in, in certain areas you know you've got the you know you've got the uk nxt championship nxt championship um smackdown raw you know heavyweight championship you've got i mean they've got so much this is one the problem i have with aew aew don't have enough belts they've got far too much talent as well i watched and i no they do man they've got because they can only uh, mate I watched an episode of fucking Dark Elevation and it was like an episode of 1990s WWF superstars, the amount of squash matches they were in there. And it was like literally two minute squash matches. You know, it's, it's literally. Yeah. Yeah. You know, you can only push if you've got a certain amount of TV time and a certain amount of belts, you can only push three or four people really, you know, you, yeah, you can push. I, I agree. The, you can't keep putting pushes on ice. You can't. You, you, you to reheat in the microwave. Yeah. I no, get. it don't work, bro. It's not a Finder's fucking lasagna. Rustlers, you get, yeah. You get what I'm saying? It don't work like that, bro. You can't reheat chicken, fam, and you can't reheat, um, you know, a push that's gone cold. Um, but WWE, for me, I mean, it's funny. Uh, Vince McMahon, when he was asked about, oh, you know, all these people that you're releasing are getting, you know, AEW are buying up talent and that, what do you think of it? He said, yeah, you know, maybe we can help them out with that. You know, Vince, think about Vince's wage bill. Think about the wage bill for these people. This this is the same Vince who, you know, he sort of helped Brett negotiate his deal with WCW. You know, yeah. told him go and fight, go and get as much money as you can from the other company. He knows what he's doing. He's not an idiot. Of course, he's not an idiot. And ultimately, <clears throat> Vince don't give a think about Vince doesn't give a fuck if anyone goes elsewhere. He doesn't really care. There's going to be a handful of people that he would be bothered about if he went there. And I'll break them down for you right now. Yeah. Yeah. Randy Orton. There's no way he's letting him go anywhere, right? John John Chainer. There's no way John Cena is going to let him go anywhere else, right? Um, at this at this time, I would say um, AJ Styles is not letting him go anywhere else. Um, you know, uh, well, what was it? Uh, Seth Rollins. There's no way he's letting Seth go anywhere. And um, at this time, probably Kevin Owens probably not letting him go anywhere. No, um, mentioned Roman. Oh, Roman, but that's a given. Roman ain't Roman's not going nowhere. You know, I'll, I'll eat my I'll eat my penis if he goes to AEW. That's how. You know, <coughs> that is our soundbite. Yeah. That's how, you know, but there's wow. no way there's no way Roman Reigns is is going to AEW. Um, they don't have the not not now anyway. I mean, mate. I, I mean, who knows where we're going to be in ten years time? But Roman Reigns is the guy. You know, he he doesn't. He's unfireable at this point. Um, he can pretty much say what he wants. He's had said a few things that were taken maybe in a certain way, but even he then turned around and said, Look, that, I, no one said nothing to me. Um, you know, it might have upset a few people, but what are they going to do? 
sack me. You know, they, of course they're not. He's the man. Um, you know, he can pretty much get away with murder at the moment. He, he, you know, he's not going anywhere. So Roman's a given. That's why I didn't put him in the fire. I mean, anyone no. who thinks Roman Reigns is going to AEW is a straight dickhead. Um, See all those pictures, so-and-so is all elite. Oh, my God. Oh, mate, don't. Brother, is he... Let's not, bro, because I've got, again, yeah, I've got, they, we'll get there. We'll get to that. But yeah, WWE, the releases, ultimately, either they need to create a whole nother federation brand or whatever and build it up with wrestlers they've got, or they need to get rid of more. They need to, they need to cut the wheat from the chaff. They've got a lot of people, like you say, that will never main event WrestleMania and they're mid card at best. And my hot take the guy from NXT that was released recently and everyone, you know, the Australian guy, New Zealand guy, what's his name? Oh, the big guy. You're going by Jonah now, but yeah. Jonah. Talking about, yeah. Bruv. Yeah, yeah. For, for yeah. me, he never... Bronson he, Reed. Yeah, Bronson Reed. He never done nothing for me, bruv. He never done nothing for me. I, I, I watch him. Go. I thought he could, he could go. He can move. Yeah, yeah. no, he, he can move. But for me, he never had that kind of superstar quality. You get what I'm saying? Like, he, yes, he's a big man and he can move fairly well, but I didn't like the, the I didn't like the way he was dressed. I didn't think that was flattering to him at all. I think they could have worked on his gimmick a little bit more. Um, not to say in the future that they might not have him back and try, but but the thing is, I'm not putting the blame on the wrestlers for being released or whatever, you know, and or, or for for them not seeing the possibility for them in the future but i do think the mechanisms in wwe are not really conducive to people having their own say but then you've got on the other hand some people saying look you need to go to them and say this is what i want to do you need to bug the shit out of them you need to keep pushing 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 and not just take what they're giving you get what i'm saying if you yeah. just keep taking what they're given i think vince and whoever's in control just sees you as a bit of a pussy and that you'll just you know you just do whatever creative gives you, but you've got to make chicken. You've got to make chicken soup out of chicken shit, you know, and some people do and some people don't. And some people just kind of mediocre. It's a very, there's a lot of, to quote the big Lebowski, there's a lot of ins, there's a lot of outs. There's a lot of what have yous. It's not as straight cutters. Oh, creative done them dirty or you know they didn't really elevate themselves it's a it's a very complicated thing i mean being signed by wwe working in that environment with all the writers and all the creatives and being in that kind of world you've really got to have fucking cojones you've got to just say no i'm not doing that or i'm doing you've got to believe in yourself and if you've got an idea for yourself you just got to keep pushing and telling them and telling them you know and if it don't work sometimes it don't work i mean moxley came out and did that interview after he left and AEW started up and said, look, you know, they kept coming at me with this stupid shit and I kept doing it and trying to make it in, getting over and over, you know. And some people say that Vince doesn't like people who get over without being pushed. I mean, I don't know how true that is. Like, he kind of takes it as, oh, they think they can fucking yeah, I go. Think it's a, I think it's more stubborn than anything else. It's yeah, kind of like, if you know, Daniel Bryan... Going as being as over as he was, you know, around the time of WrestleMania 30 and stuff like that. Like it's must have been tough because they weren't he wasn't the guy they wanted to push. It was it was meant to be Batista, it was meant to be, you know, Batista and Orton in the main event, not Brian, Batista and Orton in the main event. And it can 
I'm sure it frustrates because it's not his plan. It's not what they originally wrote. But if something organically happens, they should just they should run with it. Don't a hundred percent. And that is Baron that Corbin is, right now. Yeah, it's <laughs> over as a, you know being broke and all this stuff. And it's yeah, funny. it's good. But that that is another problem as well with WWE. They 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 do try and force stuff down people's throats, and yes, that is a problem. They don't often they're a bit tone deaf to things that are happening organically. Sometimes they just don't want to hear it or they don't. I I will segue the words tone deaf into something else very soon, but let's keep going. Yeah. 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 You you know, but yeah, there's a, it's a very complicated issue. Um, You know, I was upset when they got rid of Billy Kay and Peyton Royce because I thought them breaking the tag team up was something that was going to, you know, and I thought that Billy Kay was doing really well. You know, she was doing the cold. But we, we, you know, only recently heard, I, I, I'll apologise because I don't remember who, it might have been Chris Van Bleet's show, but um, Peyton said it was her idea to break the team up. And I've got to be honest, it was a fucking stupid idea. Um, but the, but this is the thing. They this is when it. when keeping it real goes wrong. Yeah, like when when if you have an idea and you fucking jump the shark like that, that's maybe why that. But you know, if she did go to him and say, yeah, maybe she thought she was bigger than she was and she wanted to go solo. You know, she thought she was fucking Jerry Halliwell or something. You know so what I mean? Trying like to break up Enzo and Cass. You get what I'm saying, bruv. You know, it's it's one of them ones like. <laughs> Shit, and maybe she shit her own pants then, you know. So fuck it. Maybe yeah. they thought she had a stupid idea, you know. Her, let's not get it twisted. She did have a good promo um, when she was on, uh, you know, and she had a good promo when she was going after. Yeah, um, but yeah, maybe she shit her own pants, and they just looked at it and thought, well, that was your fucking idea. Pretty stupid, you know. Billy Kay was doing better out of the two, I thought, after the split, comedy wise and character wise. You know, so it's, it's really fucking difficult, man. It's not as easy as just to say, oh, fucking hell, WWE is stupid. No, they're not stupid. They're, they're, they're really not. And it's not easy. Like, all these fucking armchair bookers and armchair owners sitting at home, like, you know, with carpal tunnels syndrome from, you know, playing with their my, mouse too much, you know, or doing something else too much. But, yeah, like, you know, it's... Uh, <laughs> You know, all these armchair bookers thinking they could do better. You can't. Yeah, it's it's not an easy thing. Obviously, you're going to some of their ideas that they're doing WWE, they're doing well. And some of them, they shit the bed. You know, it's it goes either way. Not every decision they make is going to be a good one, but not every decision they're making is a bad one. You know, so it is what it is. I have a question for you um, regarding SmackDown. Um John Cena being back, good thing or a bad thing? Bearing in mind, it won't, he won't be around forever. And he, he destroys Roman on the mic every time. Like, this doesn't look good for your champion, does it? No. It, 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 since like, they first got in the ring together years back on Raw and Roman forgot a couple of lines and Cena just ruined it. Like how many more times can you keep seeing this and you start to think, well, actually, this guy's a bit of a bit of a chode. He can't, he can't, you know, get himself over on a promo. But yeah, it's 
I mean, bring, having someone shit on your your champion like that lyrically um, is never going to be a good look, fam. Um, it's never. Point, I would have rather have him gone head to head with Paul Heyman just for promos, and then have Roman just punch him in the mouth. Yeah. I mean, I I don't necessarily think it's always a good look to bring these guys back. Um, I mean, I wasn't a fan of Edge coming back. I really wasn't. I, I I don't. I mean, and what have we got from it? Ultimately, what um, have we gained? We had a decent main event with Roman, didn't we? Somewhere. Meh. The WrestleMania main, the WrestleMania match didn't didn't cut for me. It, like I didn't enjoy it. Like I di- I didn't enjoy. No, I. I didn't enjoy the Royal Rumble that Edge won. I thought it was poor. I think it was it really bad. Like you can you can pop anyone with a good with a good return. Yeah, yeah, easy. That's the low hanging fruit, fam. But his performance in the um, you know, his performance in the Royal Rumble was was meh. It was mediocre. Yeah. Um, it's just that nostalgia boner that they're giving a certain demographic that to see Edge, you know. And Cena, yeah. And Cena, it's that nostalgia boner that they're giving a certain demographic. And Goldberg. Mate. I I loved Goldberg in the 90s, man. Like, don't get that. Don't get it, yeah. WCW Goldberg from 97 through to about 99 is the shit. It's so good to watch. You can go back and watch it anytime and not hate it. Like, some of the stuff where he's beating... You know Barry Darso in like fucking a minute and a half, or he's smashing up the Renegade or whoever. Like it's all amazing shit. But yeah, I just you, you're whacking him in with Lashley, your champion. It's like he really that bereft of fucking challenges on Raw. Well, yeah, that this is the thing. That is your answer. Yes, they are. They are. They are really struggling to create stars in WWE anymore. Look at all the guys that are there or thereabouts on the top. You know, they've been around for donkey's years. You know, yeah. Randy Orton, Bobby Lashley. Oh, no. You know, I, I'm, I'm not shitting on Orton. I think Orton's great. So. Oh, Orton's great, but how old is he? Pass, I don't know. Yeah, he's got to be 40. Got to be. Yeah, probably. You know, and this is Kofi a thing. just turned 40, like, the other day. Like They, they need... They, they, they really need to... There, there is a problem in WWE, okay? There, there is a problem. And the, the problem is the better... It's, it seems like the better wrestling product was in NXT, right? Um, if you're looking at wrestling specifically, yes. the better kind of story work and that was, was maybe was SmackDown, Right. So you've got to look at a happy medium. Um, I'm reading that Vince is actually a huge fan of uh, Cole, right? And he's looking to probably push him up to one of the main rosters, possibly, probably SmackDown, I would say. Um, I mean, that's, that's one person that they don't really, they don't really want him to go to AEW. That would be, that would be a loss. That really would. Um, Adam Cole in AEW would be a fucking great get. But but again, 
what's he going to do in AEW? Oh, it's, it's, it's fresh, isn't it? There's plenty of matchups. I'm sure eventually he'll lose to Cody, but yeah, <laughs> you know, it, it, you know, <clears> but <throat> then you've, yeah, but this is the thing. It's, it's, it, it, for me, WWE has just got more stuff that people can do. You can put, they can push more people because they've got more brands. They've got more time, you know, and yes, AEW has got Rampage now. And, you know, they've got Dynamite and Rampage and they've got Dark and Elevation and that pushing their new guys. Um, oh, bro, just a quick one about AEW. How shit is fucking Mark Henry on commentary, bro? Oh, yeah. yeah. Um, <laughs> it's, yeah, it's a, it's a bit of a, it's a bit of a damp squib, isn't it, really? Like it's- it is, but... This goes to my point as well. Why did they even sign Big Show? Why did they sign Mark? Well, Henry? it looks like they've finally brought they figured out why they've signed Big Show, but we'll get to that. Um, yeah, well, yeah, I mean, Rampage's yeah. four man booth is terrible. There's no bones about it. It's too many people. Probably, I would say two too many people. Three man booths aren't always great. Some can get by. But yeah, um, what is it? Excalibur, Taz. Jericho, Henry. Oh boy, that's a lot. It's a circle jerk, bruv. It's a fucking circle jerk. A lot of voices to get into. There's a lot of voices. You can't you you can't create um a narrative in the commentary that people can follow. It just seems like larking about. You get what I'm saying? They just tell a story. No, they they can't. There's it's too diluted. Like they're just having a fucking having a laugh. Which is fine. Yeah. Yeah, nothing wrong with that. But, 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 but do, it, do but, it on elevation. Do it when nobody's listening. Yeah, but, but I mean, do no one... Really, don't do it on your brand new TV show. That's right. Make it, make it like... I, I, it's so difficult, man, because, I mean, look look behind me. You know, I've got my AEW bits and bobs. There's other AEW stuff that I have. I just wanted to show people that I'm not shitting on AEW because I dislike them or I want them to do badly or whatever it's just you call stuff out that you don't think is very good and we do that even with wwe we've just sat here for 20 minutes 25 minutes digging out wwe and its problems and it does have problems but not everything is a, a, a shit the bed and not everything oh, is you're right not sun shining out of your ass not everything is a shit the bed so let's move on and uh, let's talk about the acclaimed and max caster for a minute <laughs> sorry do it. We're, do not, it. we're not shitting on it. Um, let's let's talk about Max and the acclaimed and what happened there. Nobody has officially come out and said whether he's suspended or not for what has gone on. Um, oh, I don't know. Like he does, he comes out on what's it dark on YouTube, does one of his raps. It offended a lot of people. A lot of people. Um, it didn't. It didn't click with me. I didn't think it was a good rap. I don't think he's that good anyway. But as a rapper, sorry, let me have that as a thing. Um, what I know Jim Cornette had his say on it. My take for what it's worth, and nobody gives a fuck about what I've got to say on this, but I do. The editor should have been fucking canned. 100%. They had plenty of time to, to get, get rid of that clip. Um, it wasn't even a good promo. What didn't, like I said, it wasn't brilliant. But someone would have watched that back. Some idiot 
would have watched it back and gone, oh yeah, just just let it go. It's cool. Yeah, good one. Nice one, Max. Like, no, fuck off. Like, it's if you if anyone with a fucking bit of sense or a brain would have gone, yeah, that's too close to the mark, mate. We can't have that. We're gonna we're gonna cut it this week, and we're gonna get rid of it. Unless someone with an agenda wanted that to go out there and get rid of Max. Or or fucking stick by your decision to keep it in and just say, look, we understand that it might have offended, but this is the thing. This is my take, okay? AEW will fuck up by trying to be too woke, I think, okay? Because you can't please everybody and you might as well not bother trying, right? If you've got a heel who's coming out saying heel shit to upset people, you can't then shit on him when what he says upsets people. If you're trying to bring some kayfabe back and get real heat, you've got to let people off the leash and let them say shit that's going to piss people off. My hot take is I actually didn't, I wasn't bothered by what he said personally because I actually thought it's someone getting some real heat. He was fucking, he said some shit that upset some people like, you know, all right, you know, the, I mean, but, you know, you could look at it and go, oh, yeah, you know, he was saying stuff about Biles and, you know, but it wasn't like directly shitting on her. It was like, well, it was just saying, you know, making these people claim mental health. It was it was a hot topic. It was a hot topic, but it was it was it was in the now, you know, and even the Duke lacrosse thing. Um, it was actually came out that it was a false accusation and it was a non-story anyway. Yeah. So even that wasn't even a rape joke. You get what I'm saying? So it's it's one of them things where either you're going to, you want to push the envelope, like AEW say they're trying to push the envelope and be different and let their people off the leash to say whatever they're going to say or whatever, you know, either you're going to do that and then stick by it and say, well, what, you know, fucking hell. All right. He upset some people, but AEW always tries to be too woke. I think like in, yeah, in their wokeness, <clears throat> making jokes about Julia Hart's badge. That's you're crossing the woke line. I'm afraid. Yeah, that's right. Of course yeah, you are. That's them trying to be woke. Like if they want to be woke, be woke, but be on, stay on the woke side. Don't that's right. You can't. Yeah. Yeah. You can't dip your yeah. toe in and out. And then, but 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 personally, this is what I'm saying. Like, who was the executive producer on that? I don't know. Tony Khan, possibly. Who's the executive well, producer? Well, yeah, T- TK came out and said that he normally would go over the raps and give Max's bullet points and would, you know, know what was going on. But for some reason on Dark, he's, he's clueless. I but think I, I, I don't I, buy I, it. I genuinely think... And this has happened to people before, you know, with people having microphones left on and all of a sudden making it out to, you know, news stations and stuff. Someone might have had a problem. This isn't me being a conspiracy guy. This is me saying you've seen it enough times before. Someone's left that in for Max to get in trouble. So they could have just chopped it and said, no, can't use it. And never see the light of day. In any world, you can still get away with that sort of thing. It wasn't live. You could have cut it, done and dusted, it's gone. But instead, someone has left that in and they've left, they've 
they've let Max take the, the heat, you know, has he been suspended? No one said anything official. Normally when things like this go down, you know, Sammy Guevara was publicly put on, you know, what was it now? Uh, he had to go sensitivity. Sensitivity sens training. Sensitivity yeah. training. That was yeah. very public. It was very, you know, it was out there. Like Max Caster has deleted everything, whether or not he's working at people or what, you know, that's fine. You know, do your thing. Shoot, shoot. I hope he is. I hope he's working everyone. But Bring kayfabe back. <laughs> Honestly, there's too much. There's too much. People like us, we know too much, bruv. We know too much. These fucking... These... these the, the, the rag sheets, brother. Rag um, sheets. The rag sheets, brother. <laughs> the dirt sheets. They know too much, or they think they know too much about oh, what's going on. Really see the some of the donkey shit they come out with at the minute bruv i mean even for me like the even for me the yeah the, the the whole cm punk daniel bryan going to aew thing is just played out and it's pissing me off now cm punk ain't never going aew bruv it's not happening sit down shut up yeah it's not okay. happening let's stop you right there <laughs> what makes what is what has given you that vibe that says that CM Punk isn't going because he's making a lot of, uh, even as recently on, a, he was commentating on some MMA thing, possibly last night or not before Saturday night, might have even been Friday night. There was a little bit of wrestling in this fight, you know, not like you know, pro wrestling, like your amateur wrestling. He said, "Oh, the guy's all elite. He's making these sort of jokes. He's he's play, he's working everyone, bruv. He's just adding fuel to the fire, bruv. All of this fucking shit when you're looking." You're looking at pictures of the elite and one of them's wearing a Cookie Monster T-shirt and they're like, oh, Cookie Monster, CM, that's CM Punk. That means he's going there. Fuck off, you dickheads. Like, do you yeah, know what I mean? Too far. Too Fuck far. off, bruv. <laughs> it's like, you know, I, I honestly, bruv, I, like these people need to actually like, stop, just stop, bruv, just stop. Look, try and, try and, can we have some kind of sense of surprise back in wrestling? You know, it's like surprise would be that CM Punk strolls out on WWE TV. But bruv, do not put it past Vince for that to happen, bruv. Oh, I think, yeah, I think Vince would have to dig deep into those pockets. But... Yeah, but CM Punk's already appeared on WWE TV more recently, just before on Fox. Yeah, was... yeah, on Fox, which is directly affiliated with it, and he came out and he got a pop, and he was doing stuff with that, like. Let's not get it twisted, bruv. Not everybody wants to go to AEW and not everybody would really be suited there. Everyone's talking about dream matches. It doesn't surprise me that if Daniel, if Danielson goes or Brian or whatever you want to call him, like bruv, that doesn't it doesn't surprise me and it doesn't it doesn't hit that hard to be honest. It doesn't doesn't pop that that guy goes there. You know, it just like it's like, yeah, you you were a big you were a big star around WrestleMania 30. You had your big night, you know, the whole thing, champion, you know, massive crowd support, all of that stuff, organically brilliant. But more recently, you dropped off. But, but I, again... I, I, my interest in my... My interest in Daniel Bryan in WWE towards the end was flaw. I didn't care. Like, it was... Oh, he's in. Why is he in this triple threat? Why is he in this match at WrestleMania? I did. I just didn't care. I didn't want him to be in it. I just had no. There was no value in Daniel Bryan at this point for me. 
So if he turns up in AEW, it's not going to be, yeah, he'll get a pop because, you know, the wrestling fans and all that, they love him and what have you. But it doesn't, well, it doesn't hit for me. It doesn't hit. He'll have to be careful because we know how dodgy their referees are when people fucking get knocked out and concussions, yeah. bruv. Real talk. Am I lying, though? Yeah, I mean, yeah, between that and referees trying to get themselves over and stuff, you know, it's like... Bruv, you know, it's one of them ones. Like, on, on the, there was a time when Daniel Bryan, they said he weren't never going to wrestle again. Yeah, yeah. Because of how many serious concussions he's had, you know? Um, it's, it's again, you know, you can, you can... On one hand, the AEW fans... How many of these WWE guys can go to AEW seriously? How many exactly plowing into it and getting a week's, you know, getting a match for a week and taking on Miro or Lance Archer, losing, and then be like, right, now they're just another guy. Exactly. Because they don't have again, look back on our previous episodes of what I've said before. AEW does not have currently the infrastructure in their programming or their rosters to accommodate guys like CM Punk and like Daniel Bryan to do anything decent with them, let alone the talk of Ric Flair going there. You know, it's one of them ones like, you know, yes, they'll, they'll hot shot some ratings, you know, times baby, it's coming. But I'm there for, I'm there for Flair. We said it, we said it even a couple of weeks ago. 17 times when he rolls up Kenny or gets him in a schoolboy or a small package or something, yeah, the place will go nuts and That's it'll right. be hilarious. Of course, it uh, will. 174 year old world champion. Let's de- let's be fair, no, be fair to Flair, bro. Be, be fair. fair to Flair. you know, we we love Rick on the on this show, bro. You know, what I mean, we love Rick Flair, you know, and and that's one per- I mean, can you imagine Rick Flair versus Sting on AEW? Hot shot that rating. <laughs> fucking I'm there for that bro curiosity rating would be through the roof absolutely how slow it would move but you know it's it's it is a good it's a good time for wrestling but also it's a bad time for wrestling we're we're on we're on a knife edge with wrestling at the moment because there's a lot of possibilities of good things happening but it just seems like there's a lot of wankers and dickheads who are in charge of these companies. So you've got people that are kind of the speedboats driving, but there's someone who's who doesn't really know what they're doing. So they're going 120 miles an hour, but they don't really know what they're doing. Like WWE needs definitely needs to switch up in the higher echelons uh, so they can start being a bit more creative. The, 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 the work is going to have a bit more input and they can do things a bit more organically rather than shoving gimmicks and stuff down their throat i just but had then a also- like flashback to hawk and animal talking about a high-speed train like with no driver like nobody had- driving yeah i just yeah. had that promo in my head like i was like that's where we're going speed but i don't know why it just clicked I was no like- but you're it's that's correct bro you've got you've got two huge companies the AEW does have the ability to be a huge company. It's got a lot of money back in it. Let's not get it twisted. Tony Khan and his old man have got fucking loads of dough. Yeah. And if they, re- if it, you know, like I say, if he's getting his inheritance now and his dad's saying, look, fuck it, do what you want to do now. Have your little 
sort it out, do what you're doing. They're, they're making a profit. So your Royal Oaks, kid. Do it, bruv. Do you know what I mean? Go and do it. Yeah, go and do what you're doing. They're making a profit off the pay-per-views or whatever, what have you. Fine, great. Yeah. But you but, can't be that profitable week to week. It's but it but they need in order for long term for it to be even close to the behemoth that it could possibly be, they need to find the balance between popping the marks and getting new people involved, which means they need to stop the spoilers. They need to stop the backstage stuff and try and hide a little bit more of stuff. The rag sheets, brother, need to back off a little bit and, and bring a little bit of kayfabe back. back. Kick them out, yeah. Kick, yeah, get, kick get. them out, bruv. Don't, don't be telling them each and everything that's going on. Get your dirt sheets, guys, do not need to be anywhere near your locker rooms or your office. No, bruv. That's correct. You know, at the end of the day, you need to keep a little bit of nuance. Keep you need to... Yeah. yeah, you need to keep that little bit of element of surprise because if they were going to sign Daniel Bryan and CM Punk and there wasn't all this chat about it, that would have been fucking great, fantastic, because it would, it would have actually been a surprise. But by all this time, all has gone and all this chat that's happened, now it's just a fucking... It's, it's a dribble. Kept, it's the worst-kept secret. Yeah, it, it's yeah. literally a dribble. It's not even a, a bust your nuts. It's a dribble. So, I... I gave myself a bit of time. I managed to watch Dynamite this week. Are you all right? How was it? <laughs> I, I don't know what to... Like, I know what to say because I've written it down and I'm quite... You know, it's quite a... What I feel is a valid argument about the show, which <clears throat> wasn't very good. And I'm not even talking about the Statlander and Nyla Rose match, which was fucking hideous. I'm talking, you know, about the elite. I'm talking about what happened there. I'm talking about Christian Cage. I'm talking about Jungle Boy. This Are the elite like the honky-tonk man? At this point, and bear in mind, I watched this before Rampage and like, you know, obviously, and the six man came up and it was, you know, the elite, you know, with the young Bucks and uh, Kenny Omega in the first match on the show. And also, I, I, I question why then, you know, the honky-tonk man, don't get beat on TV. What the fuck is this? Yeah. Like, and this match, it was okay. It was a six-man with uh, the side owls and Dante Martin. Who Dante was the star of this match by far and wide. But then they jobbed Dante out. He's the one that takes the pin. Why couldn't one of the side owl brothers take the pin? Mm -hmm. Why did it have to be Dante? Like Dante was showing flashes of brilliance. Why couldn't he have rolled up a buck? But, bruv, you know why he couldn't have rolled up? You know why? Because, again, time and time again, the Young Bucks and Omega are genuinely holding any other talent down from them top spots. We can't ignore it anymore. People cannot ignore it anymore. They're not putting people over. They are always taking the limelight, fam. It felt, it felt like even like the entrance and that's just a giant love letter to themselves. 100%. And it's not even me being like, you know, oh, it's heels. It's really good stuff. They're being heels. It's just no. Like, it's like, oh, fuck. How long till this is finished? Like, this isn't good. Like, I get to the next, I get to my next point on this is because after the match, Christian Cage comes out and says he's got a match on Rampage. You know, he spoke to Tony, he spoke to, you know, his power and he got himself a match on rampage for the impact world championship. And that's great. This, I genuinely believe that this segment should have ended the show. 
this should have been it. This should have been your your show ender, like you the know, cliffhanger. It, yeah, it should have been your cliffhanger, not what actually ended the show, which was Jericho and Wardlow. Yeah, it was poor. It wasn't yeah. very good. It was, you know, and I'm not hating on Jericho on this. You know, the the five labors and all that shit. It's not very good. It's it's. No, I've got to be honest, like Jericho and Wardlow doesn't main event anywhere. I I mean, but again, bruv, let me tell you something. If they get to the end of these five labours, right, and MJF doesn't end up beating Jericho, then all of this has just been a massive wank fest to push Jericho, a 50-odd-year-old man, over one of their up-and-coming rising hills. Okay. Yeah, Wardlow. Wardlow's on. He's on ice at the minute as well. Like that's the thing, bruv. Wardlow and MJF should be literally running rampant through that com- com- company. They oh, should I be. I don't think they should. I think MJF has fallen off. I don't yeah, think but why? I don't think it's anything to do with the booking. I think he's. I think he's kicking back. I think he's taking a, taking a step off. He's he's slowed down a bit. I don't. I generally don't think it's anything to do with the booking because he's prominently featured and not not wrestling, and his promos are, you know, wake me up when it's finished. Yeah, but maybe because, you know, like I say, maybe he knows something we don't, bruv. Maybe he knows that the, it ain't, ain't going to go nowhere, you know, and ultimately, like I say, what, what please, like, like, allow me for a minute, okay? And let me ask you a question, right? These five labours of Jericho, what's the point? It's a good question. I wish I had the answer, but you know, we've seen what it's come across. You brought out Hooven to Guerrero and they had a match which had a good finish, don't get me wrong, but the rest of it was um questionable. The Nick Gage match was fucking terrible. I it wasn't it. very yeah, I hated it, hated it. It was it wasn't very good at all. Terrible. Um the other one, Sean Spears. You know, the the five yeah. labors of Jericho. What is the point? Okay, the only that if if anything they should be building Jericho, they're building Jericho up to make him look fucking outstanding, and then if anything, then MJF should a bit Hogan esque, isn't it? It's terrible, bro. It is. Let's not beat around the bush. It is. What is the point? And and if it if it finishes in MJF beating him. Then great. Then he can say, "Look, you did all these labors. You were looking strong, Chris. You know, you were doing this, but I beat you. You know, I beat you." At the same time, when you look at it, you go, "You've had Jericho wrestling every week, MJF not." And exactly. Exactly. And it's just... maybe, maybe. Why, why did MJ... they not have five labors of each other? Like, why did Max not work five matches or four matches as well? In the same... Exactly. Exactly. But again, there's not enough TV time, obviously. Um, oh, but there's enough. There's enough time for Jericho to have a fucking twenty-minute match every week or whatever. Yeah. Um, the other thing, Sorry. other one of the other guys like um, sticking Christian Cage in the spot that he's got as champion. We know Hangman is off TV. It's likely a family matter. He's you know about to have a child and all that stuff. So they put him. They definitely put him on ice, which is. But he's been he's been on ice for you know they've been up and down yeah, up and him, down. They pinned him on TV and that was it. That, I think that was it for almost everyone that was watching. Like and said, yeah, he's definitely not in contention anymore. So they put Christian Cage in. 
And all you had to do was watch that segment when Christian came out and then, you know, Jungle Boy's music hits and you realise that Jungle Boy is probably more over than Christian. And you think, should that spot have been given to Jungle Boy or did, you know, should it really be given to Christian? Are we, are we just going to keep pushing older guys? I, 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 I think some... Like... Yeah, but yeah, this is a thing, but I mean, we've got some spoilers, you know, Christian won the Impact World title from... Um, he did, you know, Kenny does get beaten on TV, which makes my Honky Tonk Man comment irrelevant at this point. <laughs> no, but, yeah, but I mean, but do you know why? I, I, I genuinely think people in Impact probably said, look, let's be honest, like, this ain't really doing nothing for us having Kenny Omega hold our belt. We need to transition it. It needs to go back to Impact. Yeah, and uh, those toast titles need to go back to Impact a long time ago. Yeah, they did, 100%. And who else really better to take them back to Impact than the former star who was huge in TNA, Christian Cage? You know, he's going to get a huge pop when he goes back to Impact with that title. Fucking brilliant. All right. Well, yeah, I eventually loses it to someone. That's great. Exactly. And 100%. So I'm all right with that. Yeah. I'm all right with it being Christian because of his former links to um, Impact Wrestling, TNA Impact, etc. Fine. Great. Yeah. It's going to find its way back around the waist of someone in Impact. Brilliant. Before, before we get to Rampage, I did have another problem and I fucking hated this. Go on, baby. Everybody's favorite. You know, they say they call didn't they call him the hardest working man in all of AEW and all this shit? QT fucking Marshall. Get the fuck off my screen. You fucking lousy shit. You are no good. You can't cut a promo. You can't fucking work. Like you are the epitome of a fucking you're stealing a living. And he comes out on TV and he punches Tony Schiavone's kid in the gut. Like, what the fuck? This is a complete waste of a segment. It only, only to bring out Paul White, who choke slams one of his goons. I don't even know his name. Solo, maybe it could have been. I think it was, but whatever, man. Like anytime QT Marshall turns up on my screen, I'm I'm fixing to turn it over. I think you've got nothing worthy to say. You are garbage. Like, bro, but you're Cody's mate, so there you go. You get a spot on TV. But but Fuck this that. is but this is the thing. It's the fucking. You know, you know, it should be called all nepotism wrestling, yeah? Because you've got literally the, the elite who are all the, the, the fucking executive booking committee, basically. Um, and you've got people like QT Marshall. There's a shoot interview, right, with Mr. Hughes, okay? It was possibly on Hannibal TV, right? He speaks about uh, the Nightmare Factory training school yeah. in AEW, okay? And he speaks about how they were, they, how he, because he's got his own training school, and he spoke about how he sent, there was some guys there that went down to, that he trained, and, you know, he'd got, they've got praise everywhere else, and they go there, and they literally get fucking jobbed by these people and they, they get their, their, their reputation completely obliterated by taking just a million finishing moves from these people at the Nightmare Factory or certain specific guys and make them look like dog shit. And he ends up ringing up 
whoever he rang up and just said, what the fuck, man? Like, what, what are you doing? This guy had his great gimmick. You made him wrestle with his face paint and completely change his gimmick, which in, in the end he said was good because then people, when he puts the face paint on, he's like a, a different yeah, guy. Yeah. So he didn't really take the damage um, gimmick wise, but they're, they're, you know, we, we still get into this point of the booking in AEW is not good enough. It's not. Yeah, no, it's fine. It's not. It's not good enough. Yeah. It's really all, not. All this does is leads to a fucking match between Paul White and QT Marshall. I, who's fucking paying to watch that? No, and that's the thing. Yeah. And I know this is something we bring up, but you must be on a fair amount of beak if you're sitting there excited about seeing QT Marshall and Paul White slash Big Show work a fucking match. Bruv, they're like that. Yeah, just fucking oh. shoveling it in. Well, <laughs> yeah, you know what I mean? And the fact, they're popping over the fact that they had the same singer on the on on his music than they had for the his original Big Show music. This is the this is the prime example of popping the mark. Elite pettiness that is. Yeah, elite pettiness. It is popping the boys, popping the marks. You're not ever gonna fucking expand your viewership. You know, I I I mean, they someone maybe we should get try and get some beak to these guys and you know get a little round table discussion and just. You know, hand them the mirror. They fucking get that down, yeah. Right now, let's fucking talk. You let's know, let's. let's with, baby. Yeah, you know, let's fucking get them on the beak. They're clearly <laughs> not on the beak, or they're on. You know, it's it's a fine line. So yeah, I mean, we spoke about the labors thing with Jericho. Let's get onto Rampage. They open the show. They have Kenny Omega and Christian Cage for the Impact World Title. We have already said that Christian Cage went to. Kenny Omega takes a great bump from the finisher onto the chair. I will say, great. no, good, really good. Like, but that, but I'm not being funny. That's your fucking job. Do a job. Yeah, I mean, you get what I'm saying. Yeah. It's the first job you've done in two years, so fucking do yeah, it well. Seven hundred odd days. Yeah. Was... Yeah. So great. If you're gonna do a job, do it properly. Fair play. Take the bump. Fucking make yeah, it look sick. Yeah, you did it. Take... Good job. Yeah, I'll get. We'll, we'll give him that small piece of credit. A hundred percent. But that's what you've got to do. Um, you know, fucking hell. Miro <laughs> smashes Fuego del Sol. But the, uh, the whole point about Fuego del Sol, well, and if he wins, he gets a contract, but he lost he and ended up getting one anyway. Lost and then he got a contract. So, like, I mean, you look at it like that and you're like, oh, okay, so you're just going to give him a contract anyway. Yeah, that's right. So what was the fucking point in in, in booking it as a fucking... It's a, yeah, it's a bad story to have. It's almost like... Terrible it's almost, booking. It's almost, it's almost like like the retirement match and then they come back next week. Like it's like uh, a hair match between two bald guys. You know what I'm saying? (laughs) Judy Bagwell on a pole. You get me? (laughs) Fucking Um, silver dollars on a pole. She was never on a pole. She was on a fucking corporate. That annoys me that she was never hung from the pole. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, the Carson City silver dollar on a pole match. Yeah. That, yeah, that's the one. Amazing. We um, loved it. The greatest matches. Um, and then the main event, which was uh, Britt Baker in her hometown against Red Velvet. And Britt Baker was over, like, you know, like Jesus in the church. He, She was so, like, they call it Britsburg and all that. And 
she, she, I mean, I think she's really been improving. She's really good. I'm not, the only problem with that is worthy challenges after that. She's already worked with Thunder Rosa. She's already worked with a few others. I'm guessing they're just keeping Jade Cargill out of the ring at this point. It's, I don't know, know if can work. Like, it seems like not if they're not going to put her on TV. Like, it, I, 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 I'm still not seeing. There was a discussion on Twitter recently that we were partly involved in, of course, yeah. um, to to do with Britt Baker, and I agree with. I can't remember who it was who, who was saying that they're they're just still not sold on her. Ah, that would be at just in time to eleven. That's right. So just shout in time, you, Justin. Bro, shout out to you, Justin, because. You know, I agree, bruv. I agree. I'm not... She. I don't get what people are seeing in her. The only thing I can... I can... I can say is, yes, she probably is the most charismatic female wrestler that they have on AEW. Yeah. Um, But, you know... It doesn't, but you know, it doesn't butter my parsnip. You get what I'm saying? Like, it doesn't. Yes, she's good on. She's all right on the stick. I'll say she's good on the stick. She's all right. That's the first time on this show we've had doesn't butter my parsnip. That is, I mean, that's British beyond belief, isn't it? (laughs) People have actually called us super British before, but now we're buttering parsnips. So we're buttering parsnips, mate. You know what I mean? She, 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 she doesn't quite butter my parsnip. So. You know, I, I can get, I can see the, the hype in it, but your your head, your, your, your head of the table is only as good as the matches they're having and the interactions they're having with others. Yes. So if you've, if you've not got really a plethora of people to be vying, you know, what would be, you know, the, the AEW women's division just isn't good enough at the moment either. They, they don't, you know, no. They I don't mean, even have a women's tag team championship. Kira Hogan, you know, Kira Hogan and Hikaru Shida are going to go at it on dark or something like that. And I was like, I saw that come up on, on my phone, like maybe even this afternoon and thought, oh, what what do we not trust about these two to work a decent match on Rampage or on Dynamite? Yeah. Like Hikaru Shida was your, was your last women's champion, like before Brit. Like, yeah. What the fuck are you doing? Don't put that, sh- don't, Demean it by putting it on dark. It's Kira Hogan's first match in AEW. Yeah. She left. Yeah. And you're going to put it on dark? I'm like, nah. I just, I, interest is gone. I'm not going to watch yeah. it. Like, like I say, but but what what basis are they have they put Britt Baker on this pedestal? Because she had she had that I match they, with they, yeah they they using the death match and what have you as um. I mean, she also had. What did she have that like? That dentist's match or whatever, like in the office or something with Yeah, but that was terrible against yeah, Big Swole. Like, yeah, it was like, fucking I'm terrible. Not that death match because I didn't like the death match thing she had with Thunder Rosa. I didn't think it was that good. I didn't enjoy it. That's not where I'm basing this on. I'm basing this on the way she's carrying herself. It's it's championship. Like she is carrying herself as the, you know, and I, you know, the top guy. She's, you know, that's not. Yeah. Obviously, she's not a guy, but she's carrying herself way above everyone else. Yeah. Comes across as championship. 
like everything comes comes across as main event with Brit at the minute and I'm all for it like let her keep getting better let her keep working main events let her you know working rampage main event is a good start actually having you know two women work a, you know work a main event on a bigger show is you, brilliant you know you you know you know what they on 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 the opposite of the the men's title scene what the AEW to build up that women's title what they needed they needed a Mickey James they needed um you know a awesome Kong an, an awesome Kong they needed um uh, a beautiful people you know they needed a well established world famous women's wrestler or group of them to push that title and then whoever then beats that person has that accolade i just think they've put the title and they're pushing brit a yeah, little they, they bit too it, early they chucked it on who was it on riho on on riho on shida yeah like i mean nyla rose god love her like but yeah it's, I mean, it's bad. Like her and Statlander's match was feeble, man. Like I yeah. really, I really hated it. And I was sitting there watching it and I'm shaking my head like, going, come on, this is, this is not the best you two have got. Like, it's not, I know it's not. Like, but again, they worked three minutes. Like it was pointless. It's, oh, it's oh. like, you, you, the thing with Britt Baker that, that annoys me is, is they're trying to push her as a heel face. Pick a side, yeah, I get you. Pick pick a, pick a side, bruv. What what she, what I was you, you couldn't do that this week because she was she was in her hometown and she's too over in her hometown. Yeah, she of course she is because she's in like all their news. Into Pittsburgh to try and heal him up, it ain't working. No, no, that's right. No, but I mean, I think in general, yeah. I think what they need is a real heal. She should she should be a heel because she's got rebel like running interference right on, and she's also got yeah Jamie Hater now working. With her, like she should be a heel anywhere else but Pittsburgh. Exactly, I'm yeah. Guaranteeing that the next time she work, walks out somewhere, she'll get cheered. Yeah, but the, but this is the thing. It's and like you need to get rid of Rebel. You need to get rid of her. She needs to be on her own as a. That's right. You know, one sort of read the what, what I, champion. Yeah, like, yeah. What I would say is, yeah, she needs a real heel to come in and steal that championship off her, right? <clears throat> or just and then. Yeah, and then have her chase it as a face. Have her get rid of, you know, the the the, the fucking stooges and that. Yeah, the friendship and with then, Tony doesn't help either. What's that? The friendship with Tony Schiavone does not help. It's too baby faced. Like you, you, I know. Like we lived in a world of grey areas during Attitude, and like you know, Steve Austin could do whatever the fuck he wanted. But this is this is a different world, and it's not. It's very rare now. Yeah, you can't. You when it organically happens. When people take a liking to a hill and they can say, but it, it's different now. But they're they're going for that. They're trying too much for it, and it it doesn't. Like yeah. I say, my my parsnip ain't buttered. It's um, it's yeah. It, it needs they they need better women, more established women. I'll be happy to see like people like your Velvet Sky or someone like that, or like you know uh, Mickey James or you know someone like um, like that. Coming, coming in. Better women, better women. You need better women. Not that you know, in time it couldn't be great, but you know, I'm coming from a time of, you know, my magical time of women's wrestling was uh, TNA knockouts, where you had 
Gail Kim, you had Mickey James, you know, you had the beautiful people, you had Victoria, you had um, Awesome Kong, you had some fucking great women's wrestlers, you know, you had great roster, um, ODB, fucking Brit. Imagine ODB in, in, in AEW. Come on, man. Pounding beers with Hangman Page at the yeah, bottom. Yeah, dude, come on, it man. Itself. Of course it does. Of course it does. But come on, I mean, man. Switching gears, I mean, the WWE's women's division is still going guns blazing with, you know, it looks like they're doing the Sasha and Bianca rematch at SummerSlam. And again, I'm all for it. Let's see it. Let's have it. Light years ahead, bro. Yeah. If, 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 you, if you think AEW's women's division or their, their champion is better than, than WWE, then you're a lost cause. Yeah. I mean, granted on Raw, the situation is a little different with uh, Nikki A.S.H. and that whole Charlotte thing. And I don't know, like that one doesn't click for me. But no, I mean, but what's happening with membership definitely does. What what's happening with Charlotte? Because I saw that she was at the Triple A show. Um, you know, she's with her man. That's all that is like. And she, her dad. Yeah, like there's no no one should look any deeper into that right now. They should just see that as someone being there for someone else. But apparently she the 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 Charlotte North Carolina show was apparently sold that she was gonna be at it and then she wasn't there. Card subject to change, or yeah. <laughs> as, as one of our, you know, wrestling journalists would say, plans change. You know, that's all they say when you know they get something wrong on their rag sheets. You know, they the say rag they're say dinosaurs, something. brother. Yeah, um, I guess we're just going to skip some of the other stuff like Darby Allen because, like, I mean, I don't really want to. It's not something I really want to. <sighs> I don't even want to talk about it. Uh, yeah, well, you know what's funny? Let's talk about something else. You're not, you're not going to like it. There, there, there's talk of the Forbidden Door bringing in um, a Will Osprey into uh, AEW. Oh, he cut a promo about Forbidden Doors and leaving keys under the mat and all that. What was it? A Drake song or something? Like, leave uh, it. Like, leave it out. That's yeah, like, <clears throat> excuse me. But, um, but again... Yeah, you know, but they're only let, appealing. Let, let Will Ospreay turn up wherever the fuck he wants. Let him let him turn up and do AEW stuff. It just means that you have. Yeah, again, it's not it's not mainstream. No, they're only appealing again to a very small demographic. They're Joe, popping the marks. Like sending Jetson and Jay White to Impact, it doesn't mean a thing. That's the thing. That's exactly it because they're talking about Jay White going into AEW, um, you know, and uh, Will Ospreay and. Um, Tanahashi. See, now for me, Tanahashi, bigger name than the pair of them. Tanahashi's been doing it for donkey's years. You know, I'd love to see him get a shot in AEW or WWE. Impact, probably not, because I don't watch it that much. But, no, is it? you know, if he turned up on Raw, SmackDown, hell, if he even turned up in NXT, I'd be all over it. I would I would definitely watch and see what was, what was going on. Yeah. Even hell, if you turn up on AEW, I'd make sure I tuned in to see him work a match with whoever. But you're telling me that, you know, Will Ospreay is going to come into AEW and work a few flips with Matt Seidel and like, I ain't bothered. Yeah, no, that's right. Who cares? Cool. Like, 
There's no stories. You know, yes, you know, those those same fans that turn up to the same shows at Daly's Place or whatever will cheer the fuck out of it because they know it because they're, they clearly watch New Japan. They clearly watch, you know, a little bit of yeah. No, or all Japan or whatever else is going on. Yeah. But, you know, the average casual fan does not watch New Japan. And that, I mean, that should be on the wall of everyone's office in any wrestling company in America. But like, yeah. average, you know, you're not bringing in casual dollars, you know, for Will Ospreay, for Jay White, for, you know, for, even for Tamatonga or anyone like that. You need to. You know, yeah, but but also pissing on off. the other side of the coin, you know, there's only one way to build them, and that's to bring them in and have them do something. But I mean, I get that too. Like, I'm not, I'm no idiot. But 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 again, pissing off mainstream sponsors um, also is not going to expand your audience. It's just the Domino's thing. Yeah, yeah, because you know, and you've got Moxley saying, "Oh, fucking lighten up," you know. That's a mainstream sponsor to your product that is bringing some, I say, legitimacy to your, you know, it well, is. Bring, yeah, they bring everything. They bring, you know, legitimacy. They bring eyes, sometimes eyes to the product. They, you know, you can some, you could even cross promote and do all sorts of things. You know, yeah. the UW pizza could have been a thing, you know, with God knows what on it. But instead they had that toolbox gauge using a pizza cutter on Jericho and it's I mean for what there was no there was no build it was garbage it was crap there's no build and it went nowhere it's gone nowhere it's a throwaway out of AEW now isn't he there's no that's it exactly it's one of them ones where it was Moxley probably getting a payday for his boy he can go he can go back to he can go back to chatting online to Cardona and arguing about who's tougher you know I I, again not something I care about yeah, it, it's 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 nepotism getting a payday, a decent payday. Moxley got to get. I can understand boys. getting your boys a payday, like of course, you know, like you know, if there's a lot of if there's a lot of cheddar to be had, you know, you're going to pass it around a little bit. But but this is another question though: Are these people milking Tony Khan, and is he completely fucking blind to it? I mean, old Brutus got a few paydays, didn't he? Far too many paydays. No, Lanny Poffo was paid for God knows how long in WCW. This, you know, it's this is nothing new. This is not this isn't a surprise to people. And you will constantly see people getting paid and not being the right person for the job. And that will never stop. That just won't stop. That will always happen. That's never going to change it even in real walks of life, in real jobs, people who aren't necessarily the best person for the job getting the job because they know someone in the higher offices. That, you know, that's a thing. Yeah, yeah. That's, you know, it happens world over. Yep. So we just got to ride that one out, I'm afraid. (laughs) But such is life, man. That's it, bro. You know, but, we, you know, we, we... When we like stuff and we think it's good, we'll say so. When we think stuff is whack, we will also say so. Of course we will. Um, you know, like I said, like Dante Martin looked brilliant this week on Dynamite until they jobbed him, which I felt was the wrong move. 
I just think if you're going to build someone and you've got the a real chance at making some something, you know, real homegrown, you know, the guy's what, 20, 21, if that, you know, you've got a real chance there. He was doing some real good stuff on in the ring. And then you give him about a billion V triggers, knees and all that shit. And, you know, it, it just felt like a an ego massage for the elite. Yes. But what does that, yeah, because what does that do to build him up, to make him look strong? Doesn't. And still, he can still take the L and look strong, can't he? Yeah. They're supposed to be heels. They should have hit they him. They can do it in a different way. They hit him with a weapon. Yeah. Gonna, if they were actually going to job him, they should have hit him with something. Yeah. Objects, not, oh, let's all use our knee on him and then hit him with the eight of the one winged angel and all that shit. Like, oh, it's beaten clean. It's just like the same thing to hang man. Yeah. And that sucked as well. Exactly. Because it is all just a circle jerk of the people in charge putting themselves over and fucking fuck everybody else. Yeah. That's what it that's what it is. That's what it's always been. Before we get we start to wrap up, is there anything else? Because my my notes are running dry on this. Um, um there was let up. me um refer to Uncle Chris's magic box. In Chris, Chris's corner. Yeah, let's have it. Let, let, let's have a look and see because the main thing that I wanted to talk about was you know. It's it, it, it's the way that the whole you know I still I'm I'm trying I'm really trying Jordan I'm trying to like AEW as much as the fanboys like oh, it I'm it. trying watch it we're giving them a number you know I'm buying their fucking merchandise yeah I'm trying to like it but I, the I almost bought a Luchasaurus figure but then I saw it was sold out so. I, uh, yeah, that was as far as it got for me. Because it looks like a full figure, that's all. It's the the gaping holes, you know. Let's not pretend that WWE is perfect. It's not. It's far from it. You know, and there's a lot of stuff that needs changing in it. Fucking hell, they need a complete top-down reshuffle. They need more wrestling people involved. They need to let the talent have more involvement in what's going on. They need a better producer than Kevin Dunn, Mr. Camera Cut himself. That's right. Jesus, you know that hurts my um, eyes when he's camera cutting fifty times in like you know less than you know forty five seconds. It's it's fucked up. He must have some sort of tick in his brain that's telling him cut it, cut it, cut it, cut it now. Like just someone get his finger off the button for a minute. (laughs) It, you know, but yeah, it's these it's these gaping holes though in AEW. They could be so much better. The booking could be so much better. They they could be pushing their homegrown stars or the lesser known stars. They could be making them, the creating them. They you can have a mix of already established somewhere else stars, big names coming in, but you've got to then use them correctly to build up your guys. You can't just have these groups. I mean. At this point, the elite are just like the NWO. They're just literally just booking themselves to fucking yeah. everything. It's, uh, it's rough, and it's I mean, no, it doesn't last forever though. It's, am I am I right in saying that it won't last forever? That we might have a shot at something turning around. Well, I mean, 
it, the only way it's going to change is if you get people who haven't got ulterior motives and don't benefit directly from the booking doing the booking. You have to have non-wrestlers who are non-active roster re- people involved in the booking. You can't have people holding all the titles doing the booking week in, week out because, you know, ultimate power corrupts yeah, yeah. It's a It's a very territorial, like territory-based sort of system, isn't it, where, you know, your booker and your owners would always have championships and... It's like Jerry Lawler in Memphis. Yeah, but it ain't Memphis, bro. Yeah, I know. It's, it's not. It's a it's a syndicated national product. <laughs> it's not your your fucking. It's not I'm, the territory days. I'm trying, to, I'm trying to give them excuses. I don't know. I know you are, but it ain't. We ain't there, bro. Yeah. It's not that. It's not. It's not the case where you've got the owner of the territory like building up people and you know keeping his spot, you know, and just give giving people crumbs. It's not. You know, that's what's happening in AEW at the moment. You know, it's literally the, the, the booking committee are holding all the fucking limelight and, and the, the other guys are not even getting the crumbs. They're not even, you know, who is, tell me an own, tell me a homegrown star apart from Britt Baker that has really got any kind of push. Jungle Boy. Yeah, what was he getting pushed for? Well, yeah, they they going they're going to go into the pay per view. Him and Luchasaurus against the Bucks. I imagine the Bucks are going to win. Yeah, so I'd therefore, love, it's... I'd love for it to be different. I know, you know Jungle Boy won the battle roll. He got that shot at Kenny Omega. He didn't win. He looked good in the process. I mean, that's the only thing they have. I don't feel like they've spoiled is Jungle Boy, and you know, I mean. I could do without Marco stunt, but he's part of the package at the minute. Luchasaurus is perfectly fine as, you know, the muscle. But yeah, I, I really think Jungle Boy is, is money and they need to push him closer to, I think, push him towards Miro next would be, if, if they don't win those tag titles, which I don't think they will, I mean, in a real in the real world, can you see Jungle Boy beating Miro though? Same same real world. Could you have seen Shawn Michaels beating Diesel? Could you have seen, you know, I think Jungle Boy has. I'm not saying he's anywhere near Shawn Michaels level. Let's clear that up before. Yeah, that's that's what I'm saying. Like, Um, it's a completely different. um, He's got that underdog spirit thing going for him, and I. Could he beat Miro? No, maybe. You might be right. It might not be. That's the thing. He probably looks more competitive against Kenny Omega than he does Miro. You get what I'm saying? Maybe the title should flip over. Maybe Miro should. Yeah. If you're going to have rankings and you're going to have it look like a legitimate competitive thing, you're not going to have Jungle Boy going over Miro. He's supposed to be the beast. He's supposed to be a sad. He'd fucking eat him for breakfast, bruv. Who's going over Miro then? But exactly. Is it going to be Moxley? Yeah. Or Jericho. Yeah, what? it will. Of course it will. And this is the this is the other thing. I think you know Or Joey Janella, possibly. 
because they're they're playing it now that he's turned bad and he's going to be because they said on the commentary as well. Well, you know, if he goes back to his bad ways because they had Eddie Kingston on commentary, he's like, look, if he goes back to his bad ways, then there's a lot of people in AEW that are going to be in trouble. Oh dear. Well, that's the other one, Eddie Kingston. Eddie Kingston, you know, is man can cut a promo. Man's really good at a promo. His ring attire needs a little fixing. He sometimes dresses a bit funny, but could he be the one to stop Miro? Possibly. Eddie's a big guy. He's got, you know, that he's, you know, that street tough sort of thing going for him. Plenty of plenty of things, plenty of ways to do it, plenty of things to do there. But I mean, yeah, let's let's see what happens. Come uh, what was it, September fifth, all out? Is that what well, it is? Chicago? You've got, yeah, but you've that got um, CM Punk's debut. Who knows? You got Alistair Black as well in the mix. Well, he kicked he kicked Cody he kicked Cody's head off. Cody was doing this ridiculous retirement thing or something that looked like a retirement thing. Cody, uh, sorry, uh, Black kicked his head off and it's like, and then they did put him on TV this week. They did, yeah. they showed, they did a vignette. They didn't do a, didn't have him in a match. They didn't come, come out and talk. Like, I gr- I grinded. not everyone can be on TV in a two hour show. Not everyone can be chasing championships. But if you're going to treat Cody as your star, and Malachi pins him with the boot on the chest or whatever, he goes up the rankings and puts himself in the mix. But here we are again, talking about rankings and shit, and it just doesn't work. No, that's right. You know, it's, it's, it's very only, weird. The only time it worked was when WCW, you know, did it, and they had the US champion as uh, the number one contender always. <laughs> <laughs> he was always the number one contender. Yeah. Everyone else was two, three, four, and five. But who knows? Mate. Before before we head out, I'd like to give a couple of shout-outs to a few friends, uh, a few friends of ours. These are good people. These are wonderful people. These are people you should listen to or watch or say hello to. So if you bear with me, Chris, I, I even wrote them down so I didn't fuck it up. I've, no, do it, bruv. Go for it, man. I, I've co-signed. In the past. No, we co-signed, co-signed this shit, man. It's good. Yeah, so uh, let's, uh, let's, let's, you know, let's talk about our good friend uh, at TW Takes Podcast. Everyone knows Bishop. Bishop. We love Bishop and we talk to Bishop a lot. And we have been on his show. And this would, I guess this would be the, uh, the open invite to Bishop to come on this show and talk about shit. Yeah, dude, do it. Bishop, I know you're listening right now, yeah? We'll all get on the beak, yeah? And we'll all just chat some shit, bro. Yeah, you can have your walkie-talkie, just if your little one's in the garden or whatever. (laughs) Um, Yeah, you know, and anytime, bro, anytime you're ready, we'll do one of these. And, you know, we'll push, we might even break 35 in the rankings. The forbidden door is open. Forbidden yeah. door is open. <laughs> um, so let's get this. Let's smash smash out these shoutouts real quick. Just in time to eleven, you know, you know, really nice guy, really good guy. Love love listening to him whenever he's on a show. Shout out to our good friends over at Nineties Wrestling Pod. And now it's Wrestling on the Rocks show, but it's uh, at W O T R the show. So you know, go follow them. Frank at LMW Podcast. Now, this one, 
this is a good friend of, of ours on Instagram who I don't really know his name, but his name comes up as Paolo von Marshall. And he always checks in and always makes sure we're doing okay if we don't seem to put out a show like in the, you know, within a couple of weeks because, you know, he always wants, he seems to enjoy listening to us. So, yeah. Mr. Von Marshall, Paolo, hopefully your name is like Paul or something, but I don't know. Like, <laughs> you know, shout out to you. We hope you're doing well. Um, other people, I've only got three more because, you know, let's do it. Uh, Joe Flo in the Ring, our Canadian brothers who, do a really nice show over there. Like they always seem to, I mean, whenever they get Jeremy on Jeremy profit on the show, they do some really good stuff. And I mean, Jeremy can cut a promo too, which is always awesome. Uh, shout out to our man cactus, Matt, where are you cactus? All day long, all day long, twice yeah. on Sundays, twice on Sundays. Um, and last but not least uh, at Bukamania 89, uh, that is George Booker on the, was it the what do you call it podcast yeah. yeah what do you call it i think that's the one um and that's uh yeah that's uh, those are the, some shout outs just to some people that you could go and listen to or watch or whatever or follow apart from that i mean what else is there to say don't know man from hertfordshire's number one wrestling oh, podcast i forgot one um elena wrestling she always puts a comment out on our YouTube stuff. Yeah. Always, you know, showing some love. And you know, I can't forget that. And thank you. And sorry, sorry, I almost missed you. Um and yeah, that's that's it. Hertfordshire's number one wrestling podcast with the best Chris in all of wrestling podcasts. Damn right. Like I said, I mean that. And if anyone that takes it the wrong way, go fuck yourself. I don't that's right. <laughs> I'm like the Highlander. There can be only one. Yeah. Yes. Hell yeah. End of. <laughs> um, thank you for listening in this week. Thank you for checking in. Thank you for. Oh, I love to. I've, we've we've got a shout out, Max, not the Hulk Hogan as well. Oh, Let's not miss off Max. Max. Sexy Max. We got. We got. Do you know what I mean? We've got a shout out, Max, not the Hulk Hogan, all day long, twice on yeah. Sundays. That fucking ham and egger. We've got to fucking shout him out. <laughs> <laughs> so Chris is implying that Max is a jobber. So let's. Uh, <laughs> when he wrestles me, he was always jobbing, and we'll he knows take, it. We'll take a deep dive into that one week. <laughs> jobber to the stars, Max, not the Hulk Hogan. Trust me, bro. Jobber to the stars. <laughs> Again, we can't thank you enough for pushing us, giving us the push. This week and putting us in the uh, in the Apple Wrestling UK podcast charts. I know it might sound a bit like fuckery, but that means something to us. That means something. That means right. that we're not doing it f- for nothing. It means that we're actually, you know, people are listening, people are checking in, people are seeing if we're actually worth it. <laughs> we'll probably be <laughs> way out of the charts next week. <laughs> yeah, it's cool, man. It's you know, and you know, you know where to find us by now. It's everywhere you listen to podcasts. If it's not on some of you listen to podcasts, let us know. And we'll get it on there. Yeah, we'll, we'll make sure we find that, you know, if you're if you're listening on, you know, some two-way radio out in out of New Zealand slash Nauru slash Fiji, That's we'll right. find a way. That's we right. do. Um, we'll, we'll, record, we'll record an audio version of it, like our podcast one, and we'll send it via WhatsApp. You know what I mean? 
There you go. <laughs> Just let us know. Trish. We'll start a WhatsApp group and we'll Don't fucking stream Trish it. The brain dread. <laughs> Trust me. You know that. Where there's a will, there's a way. Hit us up on YouTube. Hit us up on any of these other things, you know, Podbean, Spotify, Deezer, CastBox, Amazon Podcasts. Chris is about to show me a wrestling figure. I think it's Little Max. Please, please book me better. Please. That's <laughs> an open message to Tony Khan. Please book him better. MJF is your fucking superstar, bro. Book him better. I hope this is all building up to something good and then not for him to have a good match with Jericho, but then Jericho just to win again. Just so everyone can sing Judas with their cocks in their hands. Oh, they're not allowed to play Judas this week. Why? It's part, it's part of the storyline. No, there's going to be no Judas on this. Oh, cool. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, yeah. So, uh, yeah, um, see how that goes. But like you said, thank you for sticking with it. Thank you for being awesome. Thank you for all being as you are. And, you know, remember to like, comment, subscribe, follow. Um, but, but also, just very quickly, check out our last shoot interview that we had with Jameson. Oh, yeah. Real great thank one. You to, to John for coming on and talking about everything from fucking UB40 to rest. Yep. Like that's right. That was yeah, the UB40 thing was immense in its own right. And we we have got yeah, we've got some cracking interviews coming up. We really have. We've got two real good ones lined up that I'm really excited about. Um so yeah, I need to actually get in contact with someone because uh, we're getting to that time in August. So yeah. um yeah, we've got some real cracking stuff coming up. So like JB saying, thanks for subscribing, liking, checking us out. We love it. So as you. long as everything goes to plan, we our next episode will be the Battle Royal at the Albert Hall. Yes. Everyone, everyone with, who's anyone would have had a Silver Vision fucking video of that shit. That's right. No, it's great. We know it's great. We're going to have a lot of fun talking about it. So 100%, baby. From, from your, your good friends, JB and Chris, take care, everyone. We'll see you next time.